Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and I welcome you to this informational playground called Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I will be your personal growth coach and your host throughout the show. Valentine's is fast approaching, and we're going to put the some uh, more into your life. Uh, but before we do, I want to give you the miracle moment for today. It is from Oscar Wilde. To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. I love that. And uh, this show is brought to you under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity, which is a 501c3 empowering women, families, and youth with tools for living, increasing literacy, and bringing you positive message media like this show and our teen show, uh, which is Express Yourself. Today, besides Valentine's and the Cupid Tour de Force, we are also going to talk about how we need to stay home to recharge. It used to be, especially boomers and uh, generate the what Generation X, <laughs> X Y, uh, wanted just to go out all the time. But you know, with the new trend with millennials, is um, kind of nesting a little bit. So we'll talk about that in segment two. And then you have to be brave, strong, and resilient in, to be good at managing stress. So we'll need to shift our perspective from being nervous and anxious to being calm and collected. And I hope to help you be a little bit more mindful for that. But before we get into the Valentine's thing, because it is Valentine's and this day of love and all that good stuff, I just wanted to give parents a couple of tips to try to keep their kids safe, not only this time of the year, but any time in a digital age, because um, as we know, there are more and more issues that are happening. So here are some tactics for safeguarding your kids in the digital age. You want to keep the dialogue open. Ask kids at dinner what websites and social media they're visiting, what apps are hot, what their friends like on YouTube. It'll keep you young, too, just knowing what's going on. And um, keep repeating to your kids that nothing you post is private. And make sure that they know that. People seem to think that Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff, you know, you post it and then it's gone. And But everything is there forever and people can find it. 
So make sure to tell your kids to never post pictures or comments that they wouldn't show to you. And that goes for all of us as well. Don't post pictures, comments that you might regret. And don't do things in anger or in haste. I know we all get that way, but it's not a good way to be. Uh, establish some safety rules. Never send personal info or photos to strangers or do not arrange a face-to-face meeting with a stranger. Immediately leave a site with disturbing images or hateful materials and be aware of all these contests and free giveaways because people who try to turn you, um, uh, you know, might want to be getting your identity. It might be identity theft. It could be some kind of scamming. So really be aware of con- of contests and uh, don't ever give your birth date and all of that on on um, on the internet. Don't click on a link in an email unless you're expecting it. It's better like if it says this is from Bank of America or Wells Fargo or UPS. You know, click here to get your package or to find out what your account is. Don't do it. Just go to the website that you know is for real. And then watch for social bullying. Ask kids if anyone's harassing them online. Look for changes in disposition because bullying can be really bad online, worse even than in person. And you want to follow up if you find out about that with the perpetrator's parents, let the schools know and let law enforcement know. And then obviously you want to be a role model. Um, If you don't want your kids to be checking their phones and texting during dinner, don't do it yourself. Set up some screen-free times. You want to uh, schedule some blocks of time that are going to be away from all the electric um, and electronic devices. And this, to me, is a really big one. And I'm always saying to my husband, okay, stop this. At night, put all the electronics away in a designated place and not in the bedroom. Screens really are bad for you. They disturb your sleep, and you really shouldn't have any electronics in the bedroom. And so that's kind of start that off from the beginning, and I think you'll be in good shape. And then, of course, as a parent, nothing beats parental supervision. So let kids know you are checking their texts, their social media, their gaming, their websites, their streaming, everything. And then do it and follow up because you know what? You are the parent and that's what love is all about so show your kids that you love them so much by being strict about all of this online stuff well I have the best romantic um, attachment to tell you about because I read this in what was it what magazine I try I'm trying to remember what magazine this was but I was like just blown away. Oh, I think it might have been the Smithsonian. And what it's talking about is, you know how we want to, if we're in a, um, a loving relationship, you want to keep your mate close to you and you want to be close. But there are, um, this is a fish that actually has its mate permanently fused to its body. And it says that it has its advantages. It's a mile or more down in the lightless ocean. It's called a deep sea angelfish. And what they do is they search for partners. There's 162 species of a serotoid suborder, and they form very odd couples. The males are dwarfed, and the females are many times larger, sometimes three feet long, yet they are uniquely equipped to find each other. 
So the male's outsized nostrils pick up the female's waterborne pheromones. I didn't even know there were waterborne pheromones. And his uh, well-developed eyes search for a spot of light. It's a bioluminescent lure on a stork uh, on a stalk that's adorning the female's brown. Now, Ted Pietzich of the University of Washington says that this lures different shapes. There's depigment patterns and there's a flash pattern that tells a male when he has found a a female of his species to hook up with. And hookup is putting it mildly rather than a risk separation from his mate in the vast dark because, again, they're a mile or more down. The male clamps his teeth onto some part of the female and then he stays put. And eventually the skin of the male and the female grow together. So her blood starts to flow through his body. Fins and other disused body parts wither away until the male is only what the female needs him to be. And that's a sperm factory. <laughs> I thought this was hysterical. This sexual uh, uh, paratism bears fruit. When the female's eggs are ready, she signals the male. And as he releases his sperm, she releases an egg mass that expands in water and absorbs the sperm. And then the buoyant mass of fertilized eggs slowly rise to the ocean's upper reaches. And there the larvae hatch and fatten on plankton. As they start to mature, then the angelfish will make the great vertical migration back down that mile or more to the dark deep to find mates of their own. And their habitat is in the deep waters of every, every ocean. And for most species, there's too little data to assess the, to assess the uh, conservation status. But I think that um, this is so fascinating. And what's very interesting about this angelfish is some females will have more than one male attached. And of the records that they have found, the biggest number of males attached to one female has been eight. So isn't that an an interesting romantic attachment? So when we talk about Valentine's Day, that's really talking about being close together. Now, um, self-love is the elixir of the immortal heart. And Maureen Whitehouse, she writes a soulful living blog. And I found her blog to be really most interesting. According to Greek mythology, Miss Narcissus, which we have flowers and mine are all blooming right now, was a very handsome youth who never valued the people who loved him, even to the point of being cruel. So when the gods saw that he had rejected the love of a nymph named Echo, They were so furious that they cursed him so that he would fall in love with his own reflection. Now, we all know that story, that Narcissus then became so obsessed with himself that he just kept gazing at his own reflection in a pool of water, and he was unable to leave the beauty of his reflection, and then he just lost his will to live. He stared at his reflection until he died. So that's where the term narcissist is derived from, that myth. But the theme of... Self-love is different than narcissistic love because 
you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. And a self-love is a love that is core deep connection. And it's an, really an appreciation for who you are. It's like giving gratitude for who you are. Now, we cannot gain such genuine self-regard by looking at the surface of ourselves and our lives. That would be like Narcissus looking at the water. So we have to learn to care much more deeply and authentically about who we are and how we live in our lives. Now, if you work um, or if you are around so many people, you know, doctors, teachers, parents, public servants, anyone, they're all giving souls. And they often feel like I've been caring for everyone else in my life for so long I forgot how to take care of myself. So how do we begin to truly take care of ourselves? By looking within and asking a very private, pivotal question. What is it that I need? What is it that I want? Well, what do you want? What do you need? There are a lot of things to come to mind. But just to cut to the chase, I think that everybody wants to be loved. And so self-love and self-care, that is not being selfish. This is something that's necessary. And a little self-love goes a very long, long way. Now, we can't possibly love those in our lives who genuinely deserve our love if we are not giving from that overflow of great love that we already experience in ourselves anything less than this is a self-sacrifice and that is not being loving to ourselves or to anyone else so we have valentine's coming up in a few days so get into a serious committed loving relationship with yourself and the best thing is is then you will truly find the love of your life. So I, with that, I hope that uh, you will love yourself first and give yourself a Valentine's and pat yourself on the back because you have to, it, all love starts with you. Remember that you are number one and then whatever stems from from you, you'll be able to give to somebody else. You've always probably heard that saying that I feel empty or, you know, the gab- garbage can is full to the top. I can't put anything else in. Well, why is that? That's because you're not giving enough to yourself. So you might want to think about yourself um, as a child. And if you have a photo of yourself, Post it somewhere where you can see it and remember how loving and adorable and sweet that child was. And more than anything, give that child love and remember that child is you. So keep that conversation going. Help yourself become more fully aware and empowered. Love yourself. When we come back from break, we are going to talk about how we go out to to stay home and recharge. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a bit, and I hope you'll still be here. Be the star you are. The star you us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you ever wonder if your business might be sick? Well, these are some symptoms that may indicate that your business needs some tender care. If you're spending more time trying to get new clients than you are serving the clients you have, you might be in trouble. 
even though you purchased every sales training marketing approach out there and you still can't get your business to the level you think it should be, that's another sign. Or your sales closing rate is less than 50% and you have a high turnover among your sales reps, then you're probably in in luck for a tune-up. If you're working far more hours than you should for the results you're getting, if your margins are shrinking due to price pressures and increasing costs, if you're having trouble recruiting employees you need or your turnover is higher, if you feel like you're dropping behind your competitors in innovation or customer service, the investments you made in your business are not creating the return on investment that you had expected. All of your people are busy, but little seems to be getting done to move your business forward. You don't have a steady stream of qualified committing prospects raising their hands and asking for your help. You start many projects, but you don't finish them or you jump to another. You're afraid to share your business problems with colleagues because of embarrassment. You blame others for the problems of your business rather than accepting responsibility. Or you're consistently worrying and thinking about your business and you become a slave to it. And worse than anything, if your personal health and wellness is suffering in any way, if you've gained weight, lost energy, lost weight, or having trouble sleeping, or you're constantly stressed out, These are all symptoms that you need some help. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business fight from Star Style. For more information, contact CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. The star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business Well, we know that you have a plan for your life and you've set goals. You know where you want to go. And there's always detours. And that's where I'm going to come in here every week to help you, you know, get you some inspiration, entertainment, motivate you to do some other things. I want to ignite your power and help you shoot for the stars. And thanks again for listening to Star Style. Be the star you are right here on the Voice America Network. We are the Empowerment Channel, and we are coming to you live. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and we are um, just delighted to bring you this show. Well, Nesting at Home is the new going 
out. So to talk about that, our special guest is Heather Brittany. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I am so excited to talk about this topic because it's something that really works well for me, um, especially these days. It, with I was uh, talking to you off the air how Northern California is experiencing an amazing amount of, uh, you know, wet weather, really raining, thunder, lightning, just crazy. And so at night, one of the best things to do is light a cozy fire, have a glass of wine, and um, kind of binge watch Netflix or or HBO or or something that has been DVR'd. So let's talk about what does it mean to be nesting at home and uh, and thinking you're going out. Yeah, well, you know, nesting can be in very many different ways. And the big thing now is, you know, a lot of people used to be very hesitant about wanting to nest or wanting to stay in. And I think that also goes more in different stages of our life. Uh, You know, maybe when you first go off to college, that kind of excitement to get out in the world, and I'm all for that. And there's still days I want to have a good night out. But for the most part, uh, it's really nice to have a night in, and especially with all the things that you can do. And and you've probably heard the big trend of Netflix Netflix and chill, which is sort of synops, uh, sort of code word almost when people say uh, kind of hooking up with your date of staying in. Oh, is that what it means? Is that what it means? I want to have a Netflix, and that's what it means? Oh. When people say, uh, yeah, Netflix and chill, that's like a code word kind of of like, uh, yeah, let's watch a movie. But binge watching is this whole other new phenomenon that we know of um, that uh, kind of is that guilty put that uh, um, something you're proud of yet embarrassed of because now with the amazing thing of uh, with cable TV and with uh, all these, uh, you know, Amazon Prime, uh, Netflix, they kind of beat to the punch of a new way of getting audiences is by releasing an entire season of a show all at once. And we all know the worst part about watching a show that you love so much. The show ends, and then you have to wait another week and a whole week until you can watch it again. And all week long, you're going crazy. What could it be? And this and that. And now, with the brilliance of technology, uh, they've decided to release things all at once. So you have the ability, if you are uh, that good and able to self-control yourself, hence the whole binging things is that lack of control. If you have the self-control to only treat yourself to one show a day or a week, then way to go. But most of the times what happens is, I know for me, is I'm someone that I don't like to watch TV in the day. I like to be highly productive and get as much done. And so for me, watching a, a movie or a television series or something, and now the great thing with that you can just fast forward the commercials about DVR stuff, um, as I like to do that at night. And what happens... I'm with you. I, you know, I've never been a real a television watcher, and I'm still not a TV watcher. Um, but I love to watch movies or, like you said, a binge series. So, yeah, and so uh, that's and like the best. I don't want to just watch one. 
Yeah, but unfortunately, you know what happens is because for me, it's like having like I don't I don't like to start the day eating a donut. If I have something really sugary, my day is kind of ruined and I don't feel good. And it's the same thing of TV. I don't like to watch TV in the day. For me, it's like having that dessert at the end of the day. But unfortunately, with these binge things, it's like someone gave you the most delicious cake and you could just have a little piece before before you know it. It's 4 a.m. and you've eaten the entire cake. Almost. There's maybe one show that, or maybe one piece left that you kept falling asleep. And that's all I have to say with binge watching. I've been there with you. That's we so start funny. One more episode is that they get you. It's so good. And you just kind of keep telling yourself one more, one more. But it's so good. Um, and so sometimes, you know, you can finish what would have been, you know, several months of airing in a one-night, a two-night thing. So my recommend if you are planning to do a binge kind of thing, maybe start a little earlier or maybe pace yourself um, or know what your day is supposed to be. If this is a Sunday night and you've got to get up at 6, you might not want to start, you know, Game of Thrones or uh, whatever it may be because it's going to be a long night. But another big phenomenon with this whole nesting is crafting. And I know I probably got my You love that. You love that. I I know that you, I mean, you carry around boxes of crafts. Yeah, that you know, I love, and I feel it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I think as you start getting older, uh, things that you, you know, it's it's odd how all things as we were younger, we had more time, in ways uh, less responsibilities or this ability, you know, to to have free time, um, but we don't take advantage of it. And now as an adult, I feel that you know, it's it's hard. You almost feel guilty scheduling in these fun times, and that's why you know this adult coloring book was a, such a big phenomenon. And I'll get to back to that in a second because uh, there's just released in February the new crafting trends of 2017. And I'll just say that coloring books are on its way out. But um, jumping back into this whole crafting thing is I know, you know, something that could be kind of quasi going in and staying out is wine and paint nights. You can do this at home. My husband and I, we've even gone to them that, you know, they try, we, you, you know, I, you know, I'm a big fan of the Groupon thing, but they can range anywhere from 10 to $40 and places that you're drinking wine, it's a social setting, someone's showing you how to paint. And then so it relets out that fun artistic side. We know that alcohol always adds a little social lubrication to it. And it adds a really fun thing. And this crazy thing with crafts now is that crafting can become a multi-million dollar business for you, or it can just become a very successful either side or become your business. Etsy was a company developed in 2005 that um, is an online uh, company that sort of allows all these people that have all these great crafts and little things, you know, when people say you should sell that or just kind of crafty little things. And sometimes it can be expensive to uh, carry your stuff in stores or even trying to reach stores or even at farmer's markets. Sometimes you have to put down a flat fee. So this allows people you know, for a very minimal fee to have their stuff available to everyone. So someone can basically Google in on an Etsy of uh, what they're looking for, you know, the, the bizarre kind of thing, or see things that they may not even. And there's this kind of love um, and special thing about something that's homemade or that you've made yourself. 
um, some kind of side things I want to say about if you do want to venture into the craft world, make sure this is something you are so uh, so passionate about that you do want to do this every day because what can happen oftentimes is things that are our pastime passions, uh, if we try to pursue them as our actual profession, sometimes we grow to hate these things. Um, something you know we love so much when it becomes the business because uh, as, if you truly are going into it as a financially making thing, not just as, oh, it would be kind of fun, um, you know that there is a lot of work that goes in. Now you'll have to build a website. You need to build a clientele, make sure, you know, market your thing, discount. There's a lot that can go in as well as your, you know, your underlying cost of what happens as it grows. So those are things, you know, that can expand bigger on from it. But this whole nesting in and staying in and crafting is this kind of a new thing that we live in this world that uh, we talk so much about that, you know, it is so industrial and so electronic uh, that people um, kind of need these moments that almost, I don't want to say childish, but almost need these moments of just... Uh, no, they get you back uh, to basics, kind of, don't you think? Isn't it just time. like getting back to basics and just sort of, exactly. you know, it really, they, it makes you feel more human uh, is exactly. my feeling about it. Exactly, and that's why, you know, for a long time, um, these adult coloring books were really a big thing, and it's a thing that, you know, kind of more intricate so that adults don't feel, you know, they're, that they're coloring where's Dora or whatever, um, but uh, this recently, because I was doing all my crafting research, trying to find out what are the newest trends, and just released um, as of February 6, 2017, there was this big crafting convention, and crazy to think that these things happen every year, and this is a big place, um, as you know, just for a lot of things, for when TV shows have these, book conferences have these, it's places to launch it, see what the new trends are, what's picking up, what are companies, and the big thing they found out is that planners are the new coloring books. So coloring books what, what are What do you mean planners? So you mean like calendars? That, uh, what do you mean But not planners? to worry about, you know, all your pencil loving and coloring, is that day planners are the new thing, and I will say about a year ago, my friend had given given me a day planner that uh, was something that was customized on this website, and it had all these little things, and, and it felt like it's so me, because I am someone that I have to write everything down. Even um, now, I'm slowly becoming more techie that I'm put, putting it into my computer and then putting it into my phone, but for me, I really do have to write something down, and I like using different colored pens, and I, I like having those little reminders, and I'm also a girl, and I'm also someone who who likes making things very me. So I add embellishments to things. So it was really special when someone gave me this day planner that I felt like, wow, I, I could have designed this. And it even gave that free flow to design more. So um, what a lot of these day planners can come with are these websites now where you can build it or they kind of give you a template uh, that they will send you. And you can you know come with stickers and all these kinds of things. So you can still, in a way, have that adult presence of you have a day planner, you have have your organization, they kind of a little bit fun, and you can make something a little bit more you in that way. Um, another thing that's coming back is sort of something I know you're going to love because we were kind of talking about this earlier, is what's old is new again. And there, we've talked before about <laughs> classic pieces. You think, you know, with uh, certain clothes that, you know, you can throw out those raggy tag tops, but there's, you know, certain vin- vintage pieces, a nice jacket. Uh, when it comes 
to the old basics. You're going to love this. The typewriter is back. And now it seems as this very hip and cool kind of way of typing away. Don't think for a minute that the computer is going anywhere, but you're definitely going to get those hipsters and people that love that look of uh, that vintage thing, that they are, as you said earlier, getting back to basics. Well, um, I still some, have they, my they typewriters. A, I, I still have my typewriter you know, that I got when I was 11 years probably. old. And Your parents have them. that's I what I learned to type them, on, and I did all my college stuff. And I put off getting a computer old, for years because I loved my typewriter. But I got to say that I will never go back to the typewriter only because as a writer, for me, it is just so much easier to do everything on the computer where if I want to add a line or delete a word, I don't have to get white out. You know, in the old days, we had carbon copies. You know, we'd have a piece of carbon paper in it and it would smear. And and I, I you can just get a font that looks like typewriter. <laughs> but it's interesting yeah, to think and you know, typewriters and coming and back. And too. And I think... I think um, a lot, you know, the a letter writing is slowly becoming such a, a dead thing that sense to, you know, as we know, and I've talked so much about, you know, the great conveniences thing is that email really has killed a lot of communication things that now, you know, you could just send happy birthday, you know, and as a quick email, it still means you, you did technically send something, but there is always something so special when you get an actual birthday card, you know, those kinds of things. And um, so there's that thing that if, People, you know, still in that techie way that if they feel they don't want to be actually handwriting, that uh, almost the beauty of the typewriter. I remember for a short time, remember doing uh, the 4-H books, and when we were doing computer, I don't know if we were allowed to or what, but having to use the typewriter, and I hated it, and it was terrible. Well, we didn't even and have computers. Me, and we had typewriters for the computer things. Um, but that also leads to something, a big phenomenon with crafting is educational-wise. And I'm someone now at this age, I feel, you know, I'm, I want to kind of make myself better or things that uh, I loved that I used to be, you know, really passionate about that I want to kind of rediscover. Am I still good at these things? Or, you know, I, I just kind of handmade things that I am someone who is totally a sucker for handmade stuff and I love I love making things for people and it's special when it really has that quality when someone is impressed that wow you made that for them and it feels really great so a lot of places now and your you know your common craft stores or even going something as at a winery at a restaurant uh, retailers they're focusing more on education now and it's you know, it's a kind of a mixed thing in that uh, some places it might be offered free or it might be at a minimal cost. Sometimes it might be a little pricey, but that might include the cost of, uh, you know, a, a canvas or what. And that could be all kinds of things. It might be a makeup class teaching you how to contour. It might be a free class, but then, you know, for example, you're using, it's held at Nordstrom's and you're using Clinique products and they offer you, if you buy stuff tonight, you're going to get a 20% discount. So sometimes you end up, and that's how they kind of can win on these ways, but it exposes you to new things. And I think the great thing is we should never stop learning. 
And that can become a really fun thing as for rainy day activities of nesting in a fun thing and activities for, um, you know, doing with your kids, with your partners, with your friends. Girls' night is something that is huge. And we know with girls' night, it's gossip, it's wine, and usually, you know, it's painting the nails, it's makeup, and now it's crafts. It's so, you know, people used to get together and scrapbook, and now there's so many things you can get together and sew. You can get together and create jewelry, you know, all, uh, you know, cooking, baking. There's so many fun things like that. And so a fun thing, I think, is to take advantage of these uh, these uh, things that are offered, these classes that are offered, whether at uh, fabric stores, craft stores, even at your local YMCA's. Uh, and then you can uh, have a little something that you can show off and teach your friends, teach your kids. And Valentine's Day is coming up. So, you know, with your significant other, with your partner, or maybe with that crush, a fun thing. Uh, if you don't want to just Netflix and chill, is doing something together at home. If you do decide uh, that you're going to be staying in, my husband and I were, he has some secret thing planned in the day. I don't know yet. But for nighttime, we decided let's stay in and we're going to make dinner together. We're going to do some crafts together. Yeah, and I think that's really watch fun. Nomeo and Juliet in 3D because we just got this 3D TV thing. Okay, um, now not I want to find out with, when uh, you say you're going to watch but, Romeo um, and Juliet, yeah. which version? Are you watching the one that's from... Um, uh, I think it's the late 1960s. The, no, 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 oh, no. The, with the Italian? Is that no with Olivia? No, Romeo and Juliet. The, no, the, the, the Disney, the movie about the gnomes. That, um, oh, the, the gnome. Oh, yes. That Elton John did. It. It's a musical The note that uh, was released oh, that's by fun. Pixar. That was the movie that we saw on one of our first dates, and so we're gonna. And we saved. We had gotten a bottle of wine that night, and so uh, even though it's not an expensive bottle of wine, we've had it now for five years. Well, and it we're might be a good vinegar it if it's that not. If it's and not good and to make eat dinner together and do some crafts. I actually have a secret craft I don't want to give away on the air today, but I'm going to be <laughs> making, and I'm really excited for that. So those are the fun things, you know, that why nesting in is cool again. It's all your own perspective on it. That sounds really fun. I love all that. And, you know, again, just talking about Valentine's Day, uh, in the first segment I talked about how it's important to love yourself first before you can give the love to somebody else. But I think that the key to Valentine's Day is not thinking of how, uh, you know, of giving expensive gifts or anything. It's really giving of yourself. And so I like what you're talking about with homemade things. You know, um, you can bake a cake, you can make cookies, you could do chocolate cupcakes, you could make chocolate strawberries. You can make all kinds of things. You can make little love cards. You can, you know, a lot of times you can see things that are out there that look really cute and you think I can make that too. So have fun with it. Google Valentine's Day's ideas or actually do a good search using Be The Star You Are as your foundation that you want to Yeah, I like that because then we get like a penny. And that will help you out. Yes, I think that's a really good thing. And while we're talking about Be The Star You Are, Please, everyone, use Amazon Smile with, for your purchases and uh, choose uh, Be The Star You Are as your charity. So I think you go to smile.amazon.com and then 
you um, get to choose a charity. And if you choose Be The Star You Are, there's no extra fee or anything for you. And a lot of times you get extra discounts, in fact. But the good news is, is that um, Amazon will give, I think it's it's not that much. It's like 0.5%, something like that. But, you know, if you make a lot of purchases, that really does help. And then also, if you go to igive.com forward slash B-T-S-Y-A, which are our initials, you can shop from more than 2,000 stores, at, you know, just regular stores. Order what you want, and a percentage will go to be the star you are. So thank you very much for that little plug um, for Be the Star You Are. We always appreciate it. Well, Heather, I guess we can wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to say about Valentine's Day or um, or just nesting at home? Oh, well, you know, again, it's all what you make of things. And if you're new to the crafting world, again, there's so many great classes and things you can take out there. And just remember to to have fun with it. I think a big thing is people get frustrated when things don't look like how they do in the picture or maybe their original intentions. And maybe it just means that, you know, quilting isn't your thing, but maybe cooking is. So just experiment, have fun with things, and just remember it's just crafting. It's just a fun thing. So have fun. Well, I, I love it that you found Valentine things. Yeah, I think that crafting is a great idea. And do you really think uh, before you go? Do you really think that adult coloring books are going out? I don't think they'll ever go out for you. You'll be I coloring. Don't think, I I think things will always be around, but I think you know. Uh, Things that are the hot button and tickets and the real things, all things kind of go through trends. And I think that's been really big for a while. And now things are kind of starting to fade out and move into new things. And that's just how kind yes. of things, how things go with that. So well, I've to, had a day planner since I say. started acting and modeling back in the 1970s. And every year I, you know, I forget it, new things in it. But interestingly, I've only had, I think in all these years, three, they're leather bound, three day planners, and I just keep refilling them. And even though I use my iCal, my calendar on my web, you know, on my um, computer to enter all my data and stuff, I still like carrying around a day planner. I like, I've always loved it. And I'm so glad to hear they're back in fashion. So it might have taken a few years to come back in fashion, but here it is. It's here. Yeah. Well, when we come back from break, uh, we will be talking about how to have success from stress. So we're going to redefine our relationship with stress. This has been Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our guest has been Heather Brittany, and my name is Cynthia Bryan, and we'll be right back. Be the star you are, the star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, 
leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out Well, I am Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. It's like show business. Everything we do is show business, the business of show, right? Well, let's talk about success and how we can play this game and enjoy this game a little bit more by redefining our relationships with stress because stress can really lead to a range of health issues. As we all know, heart attacks, high blood pressure, you know, cardiovascular disease, insomnia, anxiety. When you're stressed out, it's just hard to focus. It's hard to function. Your whole body feels out of whack. And you might have tried to reduce your stress and you then what happens is you end up more stressed. Now, research shows that rather than trying to reduce your stress, maybe what you want to do is transform or change your relationship with it. So if the story you tell yourself about stress is that stress is bad for you, then your health is going to suffer. So one large analysis of uh, data by researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison found that people with high stress levels who believed stress was unhealthy had an increased risk of premature death. That doesn't sound good, does it? But people who had high stress levels and believed that stress was a normal part of life actually had reduced risk of stress-related death compared to people with lower stress levels. Now, let me say that again so you, you know, understand it. Basically, what the research is showing, it is our attitude towards stress that determines really how stress affects our health. So people who believed that stress, no matter how bad it was, was a normal part of life, actually have a reduced risk of stress-related death outcomes than people who don't have that much stress at all. So some people who have lower stress levels but believe that it's bad for them might uh, end up dying first or faster. So that's really showing that we have to redefine, change, transform, relook at the way that we look at stress. So there's a, been a collaborative research from Florida State University as well as Stanford University, and they showed that people with higher levels of stress 
actually have reported more meaningful lives. But what did they do? They shifted their perspective. So what they did is they absorb that as your new story about stress becomes being stressed means your life is meaningful. So mindful, I guess we're going to call it mindful, meaningful, stressed. So you're feeling stressed because you care about the people and you care about the activities and the work in your life. So think about how that is a paradigm, how that is really a paradigm shift in your thinking. You have to consider the perspective that um, that what's happening to you actually is normal. And if you're leading a very active, you know, meaningful, full life, you are going to have more stress. And so it's part of life. And because of that, stress comes maybe from your fear of failure or your fear that you're not being a good enough parent or, you know, the fear that you're not enough in some way. So we just have to encourage ourselves and tell ourselves, you know, I gets back to my old motto that failure is fertilizer. You got to treat mistakes as opportunities for celebration and teach your children to celebrate their mistakes as well. Because anything we do that is challenging, we're going to make a mistake. We're going to fall down. We're going to have something like that um, uh, happen, you know, happen to us. So this shift in perspective is helpful at any age. So whenever you're stressed, remember that you're feeling stressed because you care and are challenging yourself. Become aware, aware of what you're feeling. How do we master mindfulness? So Mindfulness strategies offer a way to stop and notice how you are feeling in the moment. What uh, a suggestion that you might want to try is pause for a moment every day and ask yourself, how stressed am I really feeling and what can I do about it? Now, once you acknowledge the feeling of focusing on your ability to address the situation, you can use some mindful strategies that would help you cope because mindful strategies will teach you how to focus your attention in the present moment where you may actually be able to solve the problem. So mindful, mindful practice is essentially the simple decision to pay attention to where you are now. To pay attention to what you are doing now. To pay attention to what you are feeling now. In this present moment, wherever it is you are. A research study found that washing dishes in a mindful way, for example, paying attention to the bubbles, the scent, the water, actually reduces stress levels. So that's what we're talking about when we're paying attention. So no matter what it is you're doing, if you are just um, if you are just sitting there looking out at the trees, pay attention to the leaves, pay attention to the air around you, pay attention to the birds singing or the birds not singing or to the quiet. Whatever it is, that will help relieve your stress. So when they've done some um, MRIs, you know, the research that they do with MRIs, what it showed is that mindfulness practice changes the neurological structure of the brain. So people who practice mindfulness uh, strategies, they become more adept at managing stress. And when you are able to manage stress, you're able, better able, I should say, 
to regulate those difficult emotional experiences and you can regulate the, your levels of anxiety, of depression, and of even chronic pain. Uh, breathing techniques are one of them. The deep breathing techniques that we always teach in our acting classes, you know, the, the, baby, um, the, the baby breaths, our watermelon breaths, where you breathe in through your nose, you exhale through your mouth very, very slowly, and you breathe really deep from your diaphragm. If you're going through a lot of anxiety, you might want to try some of these deep breathing exercises. Mindfulness strategies can be effective even after you've had really extreme life and death stress. And I can tell you uh, myself that uh, this past year has been a very, very challenging year with several deaths and illnesses and many, many things to overcome in, um, in my personal, uh, personal life and that of my family. And by doing the deep breathing and by being mindful, it has helped me quite a bit. A lot of people practice yoga. Um, yoga is another way just to really go deep inside. So resiliency by calming your nervous system, that it can really help you reconnect with your ability to self-regulate yourself. And it can help you feel more comfortable in your own skin. Getting back to that, uh, the topic of segment one, which was self-love. So you have to change your story on stress. Your new story is you're going to have stress for success. That you're going to be strong. You're going to be resilient. You're going to be comfortable in your own body. And that you are really good at managing stress. That's what you want to tell yourself is that no matter what happens in life, no matter what happens to you, you are going to be able to manage it because you are strong and you are resilient. We human, as humans, we're always concerned um, with purpose and with meaning. And we really want to understand why we're here and if there is a bigger purpose for us. And we want to know what gives our life meaning. So maybe you've already answered these questions for yourself. You know, what is the meaning of life? What is my meaning of life? Why, why am I having all this stress? But maybe you're still exploring the answer. So to explore a few possible ways to answer these questions of why are we here and why am I having challenging things, maybe it could be that your true, your true purpose of this reality, this experience, this game of life is simply to learn how to enjoy the game and go with the flow. I know it sounds really simplistic, but... The concept has very profound meaning. You are going to take the cards you're dealt in life. You're never assured happiness. We're never assured wealth, love, freedom. Any of those things are not a guarantee. But suffering is not a guarantee of sorrow either. So the ability to find joy and enjoy the game that we're already playing will give us less stress. It might be elusive, but it's instrumental in our sense of meaning and purpose. And a little exercise that you can do 
for yourself each day is take some time to really notice the things that are joyful in your life. It may be the way the sunlight hits the trees in the late afternoon, the way the the trees move with the wind. As I was saying, it could be the birds. It's the magic of a campfire or a candle flame or the music, how it moves us and the unique ability that we have to create it. Maybe it's that moment when you know that you can feel another person's feelings and you even anticipate what they're going to say or do. Just keep a list of these magical, wonderful, joyful game pieces and review them often and then say to yourself, I'm stressed because I have success. So change your stress to success and you'll be happier, you'll be healthier and you'll know that you are just living the life of a very, very engaged and meaningful uh, individual. So with that, I want to thank you for being with me today and every Wednesday from 4 to 5, right here live on the Voice America Network on the Empowerment Channel, listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I want to continue to be your personal growth success coach. And if you want a private session, please visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com, or you can email me, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. Love you to make a donation to Be The Star You Are, charity that brings you this show. We make it really easy for you to go to bethestarur.org. Just click on Donate. It'll take you to the PayPal Giving Fund, which 100% of all of your donation goes to the charity, and you'll get an instant tax deduction, which is so great. As always, my aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I'm working on a new book. But in the meantime, you can buy any of my other books at starstyleradio.com forward slash store. So imagine your dreams as if they exist, speak as if they exist, and act as if they exist. And until next week when we play again in this playground, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. You are the greatest. You are the best. You have something wonderful to offer. You are the coolest. Just be you. You've already won the race. So get out of life what you want. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Happy Valentine's Day. Share the love. And most of all, love yourself. We'll talk next Wednesday. Be the star you the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.